0: You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 36 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I'll be discussing how to heal with the healer archetype, and I'll share a custom spread for this type of healing work. At the end of the episode, I'll discuss tarot and oracle decks that are great for healing work, and I'll review the Harmony Tarot by Harmony Nice. I'm excited to be back with new episodes for autumn, and I'm so happy to announce That over the summer, I published the first book in my new fictional divination book series that I've been working on for the past few years. The series is The Divining Sisters and book one is The Call of the Cards. Over the summer, I published a bonus podcast episode where I introduced the series and read some of my favorite scenes and also gave you a few teasers of the book. Please check out that bonus episode if you haven't already. This entire book series is centered around tarot and other forms of divination. I wanted to write the book that I wanted to read, and I'm so excited about the whole series, which will be at least three books, but potentially more. You can find the ebook and paperback of the Call of the Cards on Amazon right now. If you get a copy, please leave a book review if you enjoy it. That really helps me out and can help me get my book in front of more readers. You can find all the details about my new series on my website HealingThroughTarot.com and there's a link to purchase the Call of the Cards in the show notes of this episode. Thank you all for the support that you've given me so far. I really feel the love from every single person listening and I truly appreciate it. The Healer Archetype is one of the oldest archetypes in existence. Every culture has a connection to this archetype because illness and wounds are so common in all cultures throughout time. There has always been a need for individuals who are skilled in healing the mind, body, and spirit. Healers can span a wide range of modalities. They could be a nurse, doctor, counselor, psychologist, caregiver, intuitive healer, energetic healer, and more. We've already covered the witch archetype in episode 32, and in that episode, I mentioned that witches and healers overlap in many ways. In fact, many witches were persecuted for their healing practices from tonics, herbal remedies, or healing teas. We've come a long way since then, and we are seeing more people talk about their ties to witchcraft openly, which I think is a good thing. I equate healing and magic still to this day. There's something so magical and mysterious about healing. I think it's one of the most dazzling styles of magic that exist. And this may resonate deeply with you if you've had a past incarnation as a witch or healer. I, of course, see this as a positive connection, whereas centuries ago, healing was seen as witchcraft, if not practiced by a trained medical doctor. At that time people were very suspicious of sages and witches who practiced an art that they knew nothing about. They feared what they did not know or understand, and women were often subjected to interrogation, torture, and even death for something as simple as helping a neighbor cure a cough. On the other hand, for millennia, shamans have been revered in their cultures as wise healers who consulted nature spirits and animal spirits for answers and guidance for healing. So here we see how different cultures treat their healers. Some persecuted their healers, while others revered theirs. We're now seeing a huge surge in alternative medicine and holistic practitioners who address health and mental health issues that would respond well to acupuncture, energy healing, herbalism, homeopathy, and food as medicine. I value modern medicine as well. So I think the ideal model is a blending of Western modern medicine, knowledge, and approaches with holistic practices when they would be beneficial. Holistic medicine means they focus on treating the whole person and not just a symptom. It makes sense to me to treat the whole person, meaning mind, body, and soul, rather than just a symptom. Often when prescribing a medication for an ailment, the issue is not resolved because you're only treating the symptom and not the root cause of the issue. This is where a blend of psychology and holistic medicine could elevate the medical model because in some cases, psychology could identify the root cause and holistic practices could help treat the mind, body, and spirit in combination with any help that Western medicine and treatment could also offer. Here, the patient definitely benefits as they are healing at all levels. Otherwise, if we continue to ignore the root causes and only treat the symptom, the patient's suffering will continue and can manifest into more symptoms requiring more medications. And for each medication, there's a list of possible side effects that have been introduced. The goal should be on true healing, not only on symptom alleviation. Deepak Chopra is a well-known physician who has highlighted the successful blending of modern medicine And science, along with spirituality and natural treatments. This is a blend of a scientist and healer, and this approach can work quite well. My hope is that in the near future, modern medicine expands to include a more holistic approach and treats the whole person instead of the symptom. Wounds are the places. Where light enters Remy. Since we are covering the healer archetype, I want to talk about the concept of a wounded healer. Carl Jung came up with the wounded healer archetype, and he borrowed this idea from Greek mythology. A wounded healer is someone who decides to become a healer due to their experience of being sick, wounded, or broken in some way. This would be the case for those with a severe health crisis, a childhood disorder, deep childhood wounds, near-death experiences, or chronic pain. These healers understand pain and distress more than most and feel called to heal others using their intimate relationship with their own wounds. Wounded healers often feel that they heal each time they help others heal. Their wound is part of their identity and it makes them very relatable to those that seek their help. Patients are drawn to those who understand their plight and it reassures them that they aren't suffering alone. The wounded healer can understand the stress of illness and pain and can empathize. This helps create instant rapport and a deep level of trust. In astrology, there's a wounded healer named Chiron and you will notice his symbol on your birth chart. It looks like an old-timey key, or like a circle with the letter K sitting on top of it. In Greek mythology, Chiron is a child born of rape who is rejected by his mother and his father. Orphaned and outcast, this centaur is raised by Apollo and masters the healing arts and sciences in an effort to heal himself. Unable to heal his wounds, he turned to healing others. Through his own suffering, he found his truest gifts of healing and shining light, since he had lived a life steeped in emotional and physical pain and deformity. Through his good works and his furthering of medicine, he became known as the Wounded Healer. I was so moved by Chiron's story that I created a Chiron Wounded Healer spread for my Healing and Mental Health Spread ebook, Volume 2. The spread I created helps you unpack your own wounds. And their impact on your life, along with any lessons, strengths, or healing gifts gained from that experience. For further details on your wound, find which house and sign Chiron falls into in your birth chart. Our wounds are our greatest teachers. It's up to us what we do with them. I see it as a way to turn my pain into my strength. At least then I can turn it into something good that can help others. And that way it won't be wasted time or energy. Turn your wounds into healing and see how your life transforms. There are also those that we call intuitive healers who identify the source of an ailment without understanding how they even know the information. It's their sixth sense. Here, think of medical intuitives and medical psychics. These healers can also be Reiki healers. Which is another word for energy healers. They heal through their hands and often use crystals, oils, tuning forks, singing bowls, and pendulums. For me, Jesus is a great example of an intuitive healer, using love and high vibrational energy through his hands to heal all who suffered in his presence. This energy healing is the type of healing I found most beneficial when recovering from my pancreatitis in 2015, after the doctors determined that they could only offer time as a method of healing. With their blessing, after I was released from the hospital after 17 days, I then turned to alternative healing modalities and found my way to Reiki, which also led to a spiritual awakening and to an introduction to tarot, which has since changed my life in every way imaginable. This is one of the reasons I don't regret my health crisis. I can't fathom how I would be working with Tarot now had I not had this detour on my path to lead me there. I'm grateful that I took that path every single day. Psychologists and counselors are healers focused on healing the mind using behavioral and cognitive therapies, emotion-focused therapies, humanistic approaches, and psychoanalytic interventions. Personally, I fit many of the subcategories of healers, but obviously the counselor is a major one for me, given that I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and have been for 14 years now. Everything I do in life is filtered through my understanding of how our minds work and why humans behave the way we do. What we diagnose and treat is invisible. And often even hidden from the client's view in the unconscious mind. We have to probe beneath the surface into the subconscious and unconscious mind to unearth deep emotional wounds that have been repressed as a self-defense mechanism. We explore the shadow self carefully in order to not cause the patient to retreat when faced with this deep pain, but also with the intent to bring the shadow self to the surface in order to process these hidden aspects and slowly integrate them with the known and accepted aspects of the self. This is known as shadow work. Not all therapists include the heart and soul of a person in their treatment, but some like myself do because we understand that the soul is an integral part of our human experience. We also understand that the heart and soul need to align in order for that individual to fill their own track with their life path. If they are not, that can lead to a midlife crisis, existential depression, hopelessness, anxiety, and suicidality. Healers can often be described as compassionate, empathetic, generous, loving, and nurturing. But there's a shadow side to this archetype. Healers can get so lost in caring for others that they often overwork and overworry themselves to the point of depletion, exhaustion, and burnout. Their needs are always at the end of the line, and they put the needs of their friends, family, and patients at the top of that list. Unfortunately, no one can sustain this level of overwork, and they can't provide adequate care and healing to anyone when they are depleted. In this case, boundaries are extremely important to avoid burnout, Inappropriate relationships with patients, and unsolicited advice when people do not ask for help or want it. These are specific issues to work on when healing with this healer archetype, especially if you identify with the healer. Here's some clues that you could be burnt out due to taking on too much or caring for others while neglecting yourself. You pull the Ten of Wands, Two of Pentacles reversed, six of Pentacles reversed, Or the four of swords, often in your tarot readings. These cards are telling you to take a break, rest, and smother yourself in self-care stat. Healers often have savior complexes as well and feel drawn to help everyone around them. As healers, we feel it's our job to sacrifice our own lives and health in order to heal others. But this is a slippery slope that can lead to resentment, physical illness, a mental breakdown, and chronic illness. There can also be a guy complex in the shadow version of the healer archetype. This can result in feeling high when they heal others with what they see as their special gifts and or powers. When looking at healers in pop culture, I think of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman and Dookie Hauser from the 90s and Claire from Outlander, as well as Meredith Gray from Gray's Anatomy in current times. I think of Dr. Gregory House in the show House as the shadow of the healer, where boundaries are non-existent, and he is quite the God complex, which is great for television ratings, but not what you want in real life. He would pull the magician card reversed for sure. That's the God card, and in reverse, it's a major manipulator and someone drunk on their own power. An aspect of healing that we are seeing more and more of these days is self-healing. Much of what I do now is to teach others that they have the ability to heal themselves on many levels. And even in the cases when modern medicine is definitely warranted, like surgeries or treatment for major illnesses and injuries, we each still have a role in helping our minds and bodies heal through self-care practices positive thoughts and attitudes toward recovery, and belief that the body is capable of total healing. Studies show that cancer patients receiving treatment have better results if they have a positive outlook and attitude versus a negative one. I value both the marvels of modern medicine and the amazing ability of our minds to boost our healing with belief and healthy self-care practices. Why not combine them both to maximize the healing process. After suffering from anxiety for so many years, I finally realized that my problem was that I was either dwelling too much on the past or worrying too much about the future. One day I finally realized that the most magical place was the present. The present moment is the only time we can create and manifest from. The past is over and the future is created from what we choose now. So the present is where I needed to work within instead of waiting around for things to line up in the future. The present is where we can make the most difference. No more waiting on the perfect conditions to arrive in order to heal. I realized that I could heal myself right here, right now. And when I was writing this down the other day for this episode, I saw a quote, a line that summed it up nicely. Forgive your younger self, Believe in your current self. Create your future self. After a quick break, we'll discuss healer cards in the tarot and healing decks to use in our healing practice. My fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters series, has launched. You can purchase book one in the series, The Call of the Cards, now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in paperback or ebook. If you're a fan of divination, this is a great book series for you. Follow along as my main character, Alexandra Steele, discovers numerous past life connections to the craft of divination, which sparks an awakening that leaves her life forever changed. As she reconnects to these deep mystical ties, She begins to learn about her destiny, which is revealed as she starts to encounter coven sisters and foes from previous incarnations. Dive into this powerful story of empowerment, healing, and sisterhood as Alexandra struggles to overcome past life fears and trauma to come into her own power with the help of her coven sisters. Grab a copy of The Call of the Cards and experience the magic of healing for yourself. And please leave a review wherever you purchase the book to help me reach new readers who can discover the divinatory world that we all love so much. I've created a line of Healing Through Tarot spread ebooks that are for sale on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. There's a spread for all seasons that contains 17 custom spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, birthdays, full and new moons, Mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year end and year ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again, year after year. This spread ebook is $10. I also have two volumes of healing and mental health spreads, each with 15 spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, body healing, managing depression, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, family healing, self care, and much, much more. These two volumes complement each other, but each can also stand alone. Volume one is $13. And volume two is fourteen dollars. You can find all of these spread ebooks on my website healingthroughtarot.com, and I'm currently working on a new spread ebook that consists of twenty shadow work spreads, coming out in the fall of 2022. This Healing Through Tarot line of spread ebooks is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. There are several healer cards you can use in the tarot to help you with your healing process. In the Major Arcana, you can use the Empress, who is a natural healer and nurturer. She heals with love and a mother's touch. I gravitate to Temperance and the Star card personally. Being a Sagittarius Moon, the Temperance card is one of my favorites. This is the Alchemist of the tarot. And a powerful healer. This card oozes slow, gradual healing that lasts. This card urges moderation, taking things slowly, and restoring balance. The star card is such a soothing, healing, hopeful card. It comes right after the tower and always promises a recovery after a tumultuous ordeal. Honestly, Sometimes the only way I can stomach the tower card is knowing that the star comes right in to nurse our bodies and souls back to health, and that makes this card one of my favorites. In the court cards, the tarot queens are the obvious healer choices. Each queen has a way of healing that is unique to their personalities, traits, and strengths. The queen of cups heals through love and affection. She's the loving, nurturing mother type, much like the empress. She can often intuit what's wrong and offer you a nurturing hug and emotional support to comfort you when you need it the most. She's a great energy healer, so you may notice your energy change after spending time with her. If you have mother issues and are in need of reparenting, let this queen teach you how to give yourself the needs that you never received at home. The Empress can be used in this same way. The Queen of Pentacles is the counselor and advisor. She will also invite you into her house and dote on you by offering you a hot meal with ingredients from her garden, a warm blanket, a warm place to sleep, and a comforting, healing herbal tea. She might even send you home with some leftovers and a homemade tonic or tincture. Let this Queen teach you how to ground yourself and implement healthy self-care practices that renew your energy stores and your body's full strength. The Queen of Swords offers sound, logical advice. If you have legal worries, she's the perfect choice. She heals with her intellect, humanitarian efforts, and advocacy. If there's an injustice, she's the one jumping in to right that wrong. This queen is great to work with if you feel ostracized by society, slighted by the judicial system, or stripped of your rights or your voice. If any of these apply, let this queen help you heal those injustices and reclaim your power. This queen would even write you a reference letter singing your praises. To channel her, write yourself an uplifting letter that could serve as a much-needed pep talk. The Queen of Wands heals by modeling how to live boldly and confidently. She can teach each of us how to step into our power, build up our self-worth, and use our voice. If you have a blocked throat chakra or solar plexus, this is the queen to turn to. She is the type of energy that's contagious. You can't help but feel inspired, encouraged, and fired up after being in her presence. Let the Queen of Wands teach you how to take your power back and live loudly with no apologies. Remember, if you identify with the healer archetype, you still have healing to do. Don't assume that because you embody this role that you're past that stage. We all have healing to work on in each stage of life. It's a never-ending journey. The best healers are the ones who dig deep to find out what's under the surface to heal and embrace. If you haven't completed the three-part Shadow Work series that I published in March and April 2022, that's a great place to start. It covers Healing Through Tarot podcast episodes 33, 34, and 35. U.S. Games sent over the Harmony Tarot for me to review and share with you. You might know the creator of the deck as Harmony Nice from her popular YouTube channel. This beautiful tarot deck came out in 2021 and consists of gentle images, bright colorful flowers, sunshine, and beautiful healing nature scenes. It has a gorgeous aesthetic, like a bright spring day in a flower garden. This is a great deck for healing, self-acceptance, self-love, positivity, and improving your well-being. There's an innocence and quiet, comforting voice to this deck that whispers nurturing messages of comfort and self-love. In the guidebook, Harmony talks openly about her struggles with depression and mental health. She reveals that she created this deck after a rough struggle with her mental health and she infuses rich messages of healing and self-care practices that could be implemented to improve mental health. I use this deck to heal with a little touch of TLC. I think it would be a great deck for teens and for anyone wanting to reconnect with themselves, especially after a rough time such as an illness or a mental health struggle. This deck would offer a gentle guiding hand to get back on track smoothly. The minor arcana follow the theme of nature, and each suit represents a season, with spring representing wands, summer as cups, autumn for swords, and winter as pentacles. I love the idea of using this deck for timing questions, since the suits are clearly marked seasonally. Harmony changes the major arcana drastically, with card titles like Dusk, The Orchard, the Mirror, The Crow, The Lighthouse, and The Empty Cottage. You can even work with this deck as an oracle deck given these new card titles. Her card meanings in the guidebook are geared more towards advice and guidance in mental health and self-care practices to engage in. It's unlike any other tarot deck in that regard. This heavy focus on self-help, mental health, and healing makes it an ideal deck to work with for healing the mind, body, and spirit. Thank you to U.S. Games for sending over the Harmony Terra for review. This beautiful deck has become a valuable and loved addition to my healing decks. I think this deck will be very popular with younger readers and healers. Harmony, you've done a wonderful job creating this healing, nurturing deck. Other decks that I consider healing decks include my soul deck, the light seers tarot, the heal yourself reading cards, self care cards, mystical shaman oracle, and the chakra reading cards. The light seers tarot is the deck that I relate to the most as a light worker and a healer. The use of light and dark in this deck leaves me breathless still after two years of working with this deck on a daily basis. I fell absolutely in love with this deck from only just a peek at five of the cards. It was just so stunning. I knew right then and there that this was going to be my soul deck. It speaks to me in a way that no other deck does. And the vivid colors are so striking that they draw me in every single time. I often use the images from this deck to teach others about self-healing. I find that the card images themselves offer so much healing just from the emotions and lessons portrayed in the stunning images. And that's all due to the creator, Chris Ann Donnelly. This deck is perfect for healers, self-healers, lightworkers, creatives, and artists. And the depth of meaning in each card is astonishing. This is the deck that I recommend with the highest praise. And this is a deck that I will continue to reach for, for the rest of my life. The Heal Yourself Reading Cards by Ina Siegel are so rich in healing messages. She offers healing guidance through exercises offered in the guidebook for every single card to help you work through healing of wounds, self-deception, rejection, procrastination, and self-sabotage. It's great for shadow work too since the images uses dark colors and scenes that are very evocative. This deck doesn't shy away from the darker elements that need to be explored in shadow work. Therapists could easily use these cards with clients and utilize the self-healing exercises offered with each card. This is a deeply transformative tool to use for building up self-confidence, self-worth, courage, inner strength, and intuition. It's a great deck to use along with journaling to help you drill down to the heart of the matter for long-lasting change. This deck is helpful when tackling trauma stored in the body and it is very effective at helping you reconnect with your body through exploring sexuality and inner and outer beauty. If you are willing to take a long, hard, honest look at yourself, this is a great deck to use. The Mystical Shaman Oracle has a healing, shamanic vibe, and offers guidance on a deep spiritual level. This healing deck has comforting earth tones, nature-based images, advice from animal and nature spirits, and healing cards such as the Medicine Wheel, Sweat Lodge, Soul Retrieval, Tree of Life, the Holy Mountain, and the Serpent, which is a symbol for healing. Each card has three meanings. An essence meaning that helps to explain the symbol in the image. The invitation meaning that tells of the gifts that spirit is extending to you now, which is a call to action and is meant to be read with upright cards. And lastly, we have the medicine message, which tells you the area of your life that needs balance and work. This meaning is for reverse cards. If you relate to the shamanic healer archetype, This is the perfect healing deck to work with. The Chakra Reading Cards by Rachel Harmon is an oracle-based deck with 36 cards divided into 9 chakras, so each chakra has 4 cards dedicated to them. Rachel uses the 7 main chakras plus the Soul Star Chakra above our Crown Chakra and the Earth Star Chakra beneath our feet. These cards are categorized by color, and help give you ideas on specific techniques to use to work through blockages with each of your chakras. The Self-Care Cards by Cheryl Richardson is a 52-card deck that offers practical ways to honor your self-care. Each card offers inspirational self-care quotes, suggestions, and specific actions to improve the quality of your life. This is a simple but effective deck to identify areas where self-care would be beneficial. There are cards dealing with setting boundaries, trusting yourself, listening to inner wisdom, increasing self-respect, and setting priorities. And there's no guidebook to worry with. The cards have a simple keyword and image on one side of the card, and a short message on the back side of the cards with suggestions for self-care. These self-care cards are great to pull from regularly, either once a day or once a week, to see which areas of your life need more care and attention. Links for all the decks discussed in this episode are in the show notes and on my blog for this episode. I will now share with you the nine-card custom spread that I created called Healing with the Healer Archetype. I'll walk you through the prompts now. How to unlock my self-healing abilities. What needs to be surrendered to heal? Boundaries needed to avoid burnout. What has been neglected while prioritizing others? How can I elevate my healing journey? What is crucial to my healing process now? Which self-care practice would help me heal? What does this healer archetype have to teach me? And the last prompt, What message does this healer archetype have for me? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find the spread on my blog on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Healer Archetype Spread. Before I sign off, I have a few announcements I want to make. I'm hosting an October shadow Work Challenge on Instagram. I created a prompt for each of the 31 days of October for us to delve into our shadow. You can pull a tarot or oracle card for each prompt. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot if you pull cards. We start the challenge on October 1st and I'll post a graphic with all of the prompts on Instagram a few days before we start or you can find that graphic now on my blog for this episode. Use the hashtag HTT October Shadowwork Challenge 2022 to follow the challenge during October. And since late fall and winter are ideal times for shadow work, I will be releasing a Shadow Work Spread ebook on October 5th. It will contain spreads like diving into the shadow, hidden shadow aspects, breaking through resistance, shadow related fears, self-deception, and the unconscious motivation spread, plus many, many more. This ebook has 20 Shadow Work spreads. This will be the fourth spread ebook in my Healing Through Tarot line of spread books. And I'm really proud of these healing books that help you heal from old wounds and step into empowerment. You can purchase that spread ebook on HealingThroughTarot.com after October 5th. In the next episode, we'll explore healing with the mystic archetype and I'll share my review of the mystical healing reading cards. So join me next time. thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on healingthroughtarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.